If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, folks. It's Wednesday, January 25th. We have a look at overdose deaths in Alabama's biggest county. The Crimson Tide bidding adieu to an assistant coach and another fish story. I know we just had one the other day, but It's January, and I've been landlocked a few weeks, and this is a good one anyway. My name's Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. We've gone through a global COVID-19 pandemic that hit us pretty hard here in Alabama, and in recent years, we've seen homicide rates jump up in several of our larger cities, as it has in many cities across the U.S. And through it all, drug overdose deaths have continued to steadily rise. Overdose deaths have become so frequent in the Birmingham area and the rest of Jefferson County that the coroner's office there is adding them to its daily report alongside homicides and traffic fatalities, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. And it makes sense because the OD deaths are now outnumbering the others. Last year, officially, there were 194 homicides and 115 traffic fatalities in Jefferson County, both concerning but there were 416 overdose deaths. That's way up from 2012, when there were 137 OD deaths in Jefferson County. Chief Deputy Coroner Bill Yates said that primarily because of drug overdoses, the Coroner and Medical Examiner's Office has been given the funding to hire an additional forensic pathologist just to help with the caseload. As expected, offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien's time at Alabama has ended, reports AL.com's Mike Rodak. O'Brien had spent two years with the Tide, which is a pretty good stint for anybody to hold that job. This will be the fifth time in the past seven seasons that Alabama will have a new offensive coordinator. He joins former Tide defensive coordinator Pete Golding and former Tide safeties coach Charles Kelly in leaving this offseason. O'Brien took a job as the New England Patriots offensive coordinator, a job he also had back in 2009 through 2011. This past Thanksgiving Day, a man caught what turned out to be a state record alligator gar, according to David Rayner of the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. Keith Dees and his son Huntley of Fruitdale, Alabama, have a Thanksgiving morning tradition of going fishing speckled trout or redfish or what have you. This past November, they were bass fishing in the Mobile Tensaw Delta. They'd already hooked up with a few bass and even some redfish, and they headed over to Tri-Raft River. That's where Keith thought he hung a great big redfish. So he was taking it easy with 15-pound test line, and they were using the troll motor to follow the fish around so that he wouldn't break their line. Fifteen minutes into the fight, they realized it couldn't be a redfish, maybe a big black drum. Thirty minutes in, they finally got a look at the gar. Now, folks, they said it took over two hours and some creativity to get the 162-pound alligator gar into the boat. It was around seven feet long, and there's a good reason they're called alligator gars. You don't just lip them and put them in the boat like a bass. Keep these, quote, I was known as a river rat by all my bass fishing buddies that I traveled tournaments with, 
and they said there was nothing more appropriate for me than to have a state record with a gar. Now, if you keep a fish, you got to eat him, right? Well, he said he's got some Cajun buddies who know how to fix gar upright. I'd try anything once, I reckon. Now, I don't think I've mentioned recently that there's a newsletter that dovetails with this podcast. You can sign up for it by going to al.com, clicking on those three lines at the top left of the page. Some people call that the hamburger menu. Scroll down to email newsletters, and it's called conveniently down in Alabama. I mention it because one thing it offers are links to more about the stories that we talk about on the podcast. So if you're ever wanting to read more on a topic or wonder what the heck I'm saying or anything, and don't have the energy to try to go through Google, the newsletter will put those links in your inbox every Monday through Friday morning. Thank y'all so much for listening to us. We're going to be back here tomorrow with more Alabama news. Probably no fish next time, but I'm not committing either way. Until then, y'all come see us on the internet at al.com.